Time now to have a chat to a man who'd be looking out the window if he's in Melbourne, uh, pretty happy with what he's seen because the rain is falling, which can only help the superstar, the champion, very elegant, who is looking to add another Group 1 and a another major to her CV. And I speak of Ray Sikorsky, who's already got a couple of Caulfield Cups on the mantelpiece next to a Cox Plate. He's looking to even the ledger today and make it Cox Plate number two. How are you, Bray? I am very well, Michael, and I'm so glad to hear about the inclement weather in Melbourne as I look out to sunny blue skies here at Ramwick. What did you do to Zaki? <laughs> <laughs> you know, Shark, you're not the first person to ask me that question. Uh, but, to, you know, in all honesty, like, I actually gutted for Zaki and all the, the connections. Um, I know, unfortunately, I know how they feel, and you know, we want to be up against the best horses in the best race. And, you know, I legitimately would have loved that horse to uh, to be running today. So, um, yeah, commiserations to, uh, to everyone associated with, uh, with Zaki. It's a real shame. Another week, another major chance in a major race. Are your friends getting tired of all these parties and things? <laughs> or is it just, you know, surely this, you, you're lucky you're winning some of them, Bray, because it would be an expensive exercise, I reckon. Yeah, that's right. Uh, you certainly... Uh, setting yourself up for a massive anti-climax shark when you have these uh, events um, for, for horses. Like, that's it's incredibly, that's what COVID's done because you have to have private events. You can't get on the racetrack. So in a lot of respects, it actually creates more pressure um, than, uh, than it would otherwise. Um, but, yeah, I've just been incredibly fortunate. And uh, last week was, you know, one of, the, one of the greatest days of my life. So have you seen in any of your guests and your, your friends that have been along for the ride on these days that maybe weren't racing heads, are they are they catching the bug? Is it contagious to success? Oh, there's no doubt, Shark. Like, oh, you know, we don't have data and statistics about it. And, and, and I know everyone looked at uh, coverage, uh, commercial coverage and audience um, numbers as perhaps a, an indicator. But you know, I'm convinced that racing's really made a significant penetration into the mainstream in the last few years, and it just doesn't have that same sort of stigma it did, certainly in corporate circles. And I legitimately believe, you know, this industry um, and its trajectory um, is really about, you know, being like a significant mainstream board in its own right and not just limited to these big carnival days. Um, so, you know, I've seen a real difference in the general um, perspective um, from, you know, non-racing people about the industry and their interest in, in being involved. The soiree is the test, though, Bray, isn't it? If you've got some fringe people and they come along <laughs> and you have a horse party and the horse wins, they're all going to hang around and get on, you know, get on with the night and have a really big night. If the horse loses, the real test for the loyal ones is... When the horse loses, they go, gee, Bray, that was a great idea. We'll, uh, we'll don't, don't ring us, we'll call you, we'll see you later type thing. The quick departure is always a test, isn't it, if the horse gets rolled? Yeah, well, the thing is, like, only those in, in the industry un understand how difficult it is and the travails that you have to face, and that's what makes these victories so sweet. You know, nothing worth having ever comes easily, and that adage is no more apt than when it's applied to racing, and... You know, everyone knows the fast horses I've got, but no one knows how many slow ones uh, there are as well and, you know, how many problems uh, I've got with, uh, you know, myriad of different horses. And, you know, even winning a maiden for me is still a huge thrill.
you never lose that. Um, so, like, I, as you well know, I'm very crusading in terms of wanting to get people into racehorse ownership, and I still think it's one of the best things you can do. Right, you're up there. Chris Waller's up there. What's the chat been like today? Uh, what's the confidence levels? Is she back to her best very elegant? Chris is supremely confident that he's got this mare as good, if not better, than where she was before the Caulfield Cup last year. Like, his whole um, sort of uh, persona um, has changed markedly over the last week. Um, he was scratching his head you know, uh, this time last week trying to get it right, um, but he genuinely feels like he's pulled the right levers um, and she's done so well in the past week. Her work both Saturday and Tuesday morning was spot on the mark. Um, he's got that little gear change with the tongue tie uh, that he thinks will, will make a positive uh, difference um, and he's, you know, confident that uh, she's there and ready to rumble. Um so, yeah, bring it on. Uh, we've got to ask you about the big boy, incentivise. How, how is he? He's great. He was a bit jaded, um, as, as we, we all know, on, on Sunday morning. He felt the run. Um, but, geez, he bounced back quickly. Like, well beyond Pete's probably most optimistic expectation. Um, he just has an incredible constitution. Uh, he's in great order. Pete, as he has been the whole preparation... Is just letting him pick over. You know, the horse has got such an incredible natural lung capacity and, um, you know, he's so clean-winded. He doesn't have to do a lot with him. And he'll just pot around with him um, until uh, until Tuesday Tuesday week. But uh, Moods couldn't be happier with where Incentivise is at. When was the last time you went to the races, Bray? Well, he's at uh, Randwick now. It was Queen Elizabeth Day uh, when... Um, when a D beat very elegant. That was the last time. So, what's that? It's over six months ago. It's an absolute yeah. pleasure to be back here. And it, you know what? It makes you appreciate being the races so much more. I walked into the gates of Ramwick today with just a smile from ear to ear. And, you know, us racing people, you genuinely feel, um, you know, something like in your inner fabric when you're at the races. Like there is sort of almost a spiritual feeling when you're uh, here and around horses. And honestly, it's so uplifting to, to be back here. I'd much prefer to be in Mooney Valley, obviously, watching the great mare in the flesh. But I'll take being, being here as, uh, as the next best thing. You'll be at Flemington next Tuesday, though, Tuesday week? I, I most certainly will. You couldn't keep me, uh, keep me away, so can't wait. And I'd love to get the opportunity to spend some time with Incentivise, but protocols sort of may prevent that, um, but uh, yeah, I'm really looking forward to getting back to Melbourne, my hometown, and uh, back to Flemington, my second home within my hometown, and catching up with you guys and everyone in the racing fraternity on Cup Day. It's going to be very special, win, lose, or draw. Good luck today, Bray. Uh, we're guys, very uh, elegant. I've got, I've got a very, very special guest sitting next to me. Uh, in Simon Goodwin, and thought you guys may want to get a, uh, a tip from the Melbourne Premiership coach, who's a racing fanatic in his own right. Uh, oh, so, if you like, I can quickly hand him over. Oh, we've got Caulfield Cups, Cox Plates, AFL Premierships. Not bad lineup. It's the uh, Group One box at Royal Rand Randwick. How are you, Goody? Hello. Hello, Simon. Who are you tipping in the Cox Plate today? I know Bray's standing next to you. Can you go against Very Elegant? 
No, I can't. Uh, but if it's one girl, I'd like the uh, would be the um, the, the three year old one right down the bottom, Captain Van. Oh, you're with Captivant to take on uh, Very Elegant as well. Uh, yeah. We're going to get, we're going to see, uh, we know that Maxi Gorn, have you heard of the curse? Anytime a celebrity is in the paper with a horse, he was photographed with Zaki this morning. So Maxi Gorn's curse has struck <laughs> this morning in the Herald Sun. That doesn't surprise me. That does not surprise me, but it's, it's a shame the horse is out. It would be good to have the best horses in it. Yeah, obviously, uh, Maxi's got the curse on and he's out. Have you put the boys back in work yet? No, no, they're back in work on December 6th, so a bit of time away from the game, which is great. But, um, you know, it's uh, something we're obviously very proud of, and obviously the boys get a well-earned rest. But, um, yeah, so it's a chance to just relax and enjoy ourselves and enjoy the spring carnival. Simon, congratulations on the premiership. And if very elegant wins, you may end up on Bray's shoulders with a celebration <laughs> similar to the grand final. Yeah, there could be a little bit of that. He's, he's pretty pumped up about very elegant, so uh, fingers crossed we can uh, get the job done here and uh, break it into himself. Good on you, Simon. Great to catch up on the, the spring ticket.